Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Police in Milton, Florida, say a man there by the name of Brian Stewart had a disagreement with a neighbor, and they had it later turned to violence. We don't know what exactly caused the melee, just that Stewart at one point claimed he was going to kill the man with kindness. Now, saying that is generally complimentary. It means you're going to be very nice to the intended target until they just can't stand it anymore. In this case, though, Stewart had a machete that he had actually painted the word kindness on the blade. <laughs> Victim got a half-inch cut on the hand. Stewart got charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. (laughs) Kill him with kindness. (laughs) Cliff? Yeah? Our record continues. What? Not one story ever with a machete in it is good. (laughs) You're right. I'd like to have one. (laughs) Where where a machete was a good thing. Yes, just one. I don't know if you saw this or not, Cliff, but already there is a special sing-along movie version. Yeah. Of the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. A sing-along. Yes. I, I suspected there would be, but I did not know it would be so fast. Yes. it. Uh, I believe it came out three days ago. People go to the theaters. Okay. You can sing along to all of your favorite Queen songs. Yeah. And that reminds me to remind you, our wonderful 11 listeners. Okay. Every, every single episode of this program mm-hmm. is a sing-along episode, if you wish. <laughs> That's right. You're absolutely free to do so. We'd, in some sense, any amount of illegal drugs is too much. But really, how much is really too much? The answer to that question might have been answered in Brevard County, Florida recently. That's the location of Port Canaveral, one of the major cruise ship ports on the East Coast, one where tens of thousands of people come and go on a regular basis, and sometimes that includes people of less than desirable character. That's why Brevard County Sheriff's deputies patrol and provide security for those who come and go, along with all the federal officials you might expect as well, and frequently they'll be checking for contraband, like, say, heroin and cocaine with some drug-sniffing dogs. And that brings us to Jake, a golden retriever who was recently sniffing for illegal stuff on passengers who were about to board the Norwegian Epic cruise ship. Reports say Jake got a good whiff of a passenger about to get on board and promptly passed out from an overdose. Which is a good sign. You, dude, are carrying too many illegal drugs. Jake's handler had to give him a shot of Narcan to have him recover, and now he's back at work sniffing for more drugs. (laughs) Seems almost cruel, doesn't it, Cliff? You know, that ought to give you the golden ticket for retirement there as a drug dog. You would think so. Yes. When the drug dog ODs. You're carrying too many illegal drugs. Yes. When I first read this story, Cliff, I thought of soccer players because, well, you always hear how soccer players kind of fake their injuries to uh, get a little (laughs) more time and all of that. And I thought this lady in China was faking this. But evidently, after a little research, Cliff, this is a condition you can have. What is it? This lady has a condition known as slope hearing loss. Slope hearing loss. Yes. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either. But it exists. It's yes. a real thing. It's a real thing. Okay. It's a medical condition right. that prevents her from hearing men's voices. <laughs> a girl can speak to her. Yeah. No problem. Here's it just fine. But a man. Yeah. 
she can't hear a single sound. And so she went to the doctor, and they're uh, working on her right now. And not only that, I think a lot of women Mm -hmm. are getting a hold of her, hoping that they... uh, can talk her into coughing on them so maybe they could catch that same condition cliff and they won't be able to hear men's voices either is there a is there a name for the uh, the condition if men would have it and can't hear women's voices i think it's called the same thing (laughs) yeah i think it's called the same thing doctors say though yeah they think they might be able yeah to cure her condition yes (laughs) so far she has not got back in contact right. with them. Say, does she actually want to? <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, I didn't think so. I'm going to... I'm just... I like my life the way it is. I leave it right here. <laughs> well, Cliff, the results yeah. are in. We mentioned it last week that... Yeah. Uh, well, there was a brewery up in Chicago that said, hey, if you think you can kick a 43-yard <laughs> field goal... Yes. We're going to set one up on Saturday. And they did exactly that uh-huh. at the uh, Goose Island Brewery. Okay. They even put in regulation... NFL AstroTurf for you to yeah. kick off of. Now, they didn't have a place kicker or anything. You know, a guy that hides it and all that. Like a little tripod for to hold the football. Yes. Right. And the results came in that the kickers were 0 for 101. <laughs> Everyone that thought they could kick it, 43 yards. And no pressure on them because supposedly if they yeah. won, yeah. they were going to get yeah. a case of beer. Right. For a week, for a year, they, and uh, they, they were not going to suffer the ridicule of hundreds of thousands of Bears fans no. should they miss. But um, perhaps they should have. Laws in Illinois won't allow you to give away free alcohol. Yeah. So they decided they was going to make the grand prize mm-hmm. tickets to any NFL game next year that you want to go to. All expenses paid. Okay. Twenty thousand dollars worth. That's not bad. And since nobody could do it, yeah, they asked uh, the Chicago. Uh, field goal kicker what charity he would like to donate oh, it to cool. that is pretty that's cool. cool but oh for 101 <laughs> none of that stuff's as easy as it looks on tv well no i mean you can sit there you know eat your chips and that's right yes it's uh it's pretty well anything that you can watch on tv you can do better than in in your armchair does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I'm but, like, I'm better than blah, 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 blah. Yeah, dude, you're sitting in your armchair. I wouldn't have missed that putt. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Read this morning that watching mm-hmm. football, yes. especially professional football, yes. can have a negative effect on your blood pressure and your stress levels. Really? Yes. So it increases your stress, makes your BP go up. Yes. Okay. Especially yeah. if you're rooting for the Colts in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Night of Memory Saturday night, yeah. and there were some mad folks. Mercy. We're here talking yeah. baseball, and they're yeah. like, um, they're still stuck on the Colts. <laughs> and the uh, very ineffective game they had, and they, they yeah. thought, man, they were mad. I'm like, you know, it's a football game. and I mean, it, yeah, it's a football game. But, I mean, it's enjoyable to watch. I can understand, you know, being sad that your team didn't win, but. It's still a game. <laughs> well, it wasn't much of a game. I mean, well, this is true. I mean, out of the four games over the weekend, there was only one that was actually close. Yes, and that was the Saints, who won yes. over the Eagles. Everything else was like, why did I watch that? <laughs> I would have hated to have had an arm cuff on any of these gentlemen that I spoke oh, to about the Colts. BP, way up. Yep, we'd have been to the plains of Texas, and frankly, 
there's not a lot there. In fact, there are places where people live that's a hundred miles or so to the next town of any size. Any place that's, well, there's a place to get a loaf of bread or a pack of lunch meat or some peanut butter. A hundred mile drive. That's the lifestyle that's left most Texans with the independent streak that sometimes is made fun of. And I'm sure it also means actually making a trip to town to get supplies not available elsewhere is cause for celebration. But not like this. Police in Wichita Falls say a woman there ordered to leave the property of the local Walmart, but they add she was not arrested nor charged with any crime, just told to go away. What type of behavior might get you banned from the Walmart in Wichita Falls, Texas? Riding around in the parking lot in an electric cart and drinking wine out of a Pringles can for three hours straight between six and nine in the morning. <laughs> Well, you got to admit, Cliff, yeah. it checks all the boxes for weirdness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's got every one of them checked. You're right. Go, uh, electric cart in the yep. parking lot, a yep. three-hour time period, mm -hmm. and wine in a Pringles can. Wine Who would have even thought <laughs> of doing that? I don't have a cup, but here's a Pringles can. Well, that'll work. <laughs> and she's not welcome in Walmart. No. Well, she's welcome in my life, Cliff. I, could, I would like to have a wine-drinking Pringle can fan in my life. Circling your house in an electric car. You're not a kidding. Yeah. Cliff, I could use your help. I know you're a man of okay. many words, and you type a lot of stories and use a lot of words every day. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I consider myself, humbly, to be kind of a wordsmith. Yes. So and yes. so you're right. This is right up your alley. Okay. I'm trying to come up with a uh, morning yeah. roadshow motto, and it just needs a little something. And perhaps you could help out. Okay. So far, what I've got is the morning roadshow. Yeah. Squeezing your megahertz until they hurt. <laughs> but it just doesn't sound right. You know what I'm saying? Squeezing your megahertz until they hurt. <laughs> so I was hoping maybe you could come up and freshen that up a little you, you bit. You want me to, like, run it through the ringer and see what I can come up with? See what you can come up okay. with. Do you think you can help I out on that? I could probably do that, yes. It is missing something, right? I would. I mean, yeah, I would agree. There, there's. It just doesn't quite have that snap to it that you want to have a motto to have. Yes. Okay. I hope you help. I'll, I'll take a look. Cliff, I learned something over the weekend that uh, I kind of assumed I already knew, but I didn't. Okay. Bud Light commercials, did you notice all of those about uh, they're going to start posting? Oh, the, uh, they're going to start putting the ingredients on the case. The king has decreed. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was already on there. Yeah. That anything you sold had to have and that on there. if it was something you were going to consume, that it was. Evidently not, according to that. And they're, huh. and they're not going to do it until next month. Yes, I remember hearing him say that. Yes, because, yeah. I mean, you would think if they really cared, though, mm -hmm. they wouldn't put warning labels on there about how this could mess up your diet. They would <laughs> put on there how it could mess up your decision-making <laughs> choices that you make. You know what I'm saying? Warning. <laughs> <laughs> they impair your ability to reason like an intelligent person. Yes, make you spend money on things. You're like, why did I buy that? I don't need that. <laughs> Received a text message, Cliff, at 812-682-0520, yes. mm -hmm. referring back to your story about the lady driving around in the Walmart parking lot for three <laughs> hours. 
Oh, in Wichita Falls, Texas. Yes. Drinking wine from a Pringles can. Yes, mm-hmm. and the um, texting friend said, I believe you boys have found the freak of the week already, and it's Monday. <laughs> You're going to be hard-pressed to beat that on your I, stories I the would, rest of the I, week. I would, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of the week trying to up that one, I believe. That's going to be a tough Which one right there. Which means the rest of the week's going to be really wacky. I'm telling you, Cliff, <laughs> when it checks all of the weirdo boxes, that's a tough one to beat. Now, this one's not yeah. near like that, but it's, it's kind of similar. I mean, okay. what is it? I've only been to North Carolina just a little bit at the uh, Native American reservation there. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I've been there too. You drive through the Smoky Mountain National yes. Park, and it's somewhere over while you're at altitude there, you cross over into North Carolina. And when you come down to the eastern entrance of the park, that's the Cherokee Reservation. Yes. So you're in North Carolina then. Yes. So I haven't been like... You haven't been like to Raleigh. No, not in like the okay. heart of it or anything. But right. I'm thinking from this story, Cliff, mm-hmm. that... Uh, well, they, it's not a very smart place because <laughs> over well, the weekend... It's, it's north of Florida, just a little bit. I understand. Yeah. Over the weekend, yeah. police in a town called Moxville, North Carolina... Yeah. We're uh, getting all kinds of distressed 911 calls of folks spotting Bigfoot. <laughs> to the point that the police had to go and investigate it and then get on their Facebook so, page first, and can say... You, can you imagine like being the 911 operator? 911, what's your emergency? I just saw Bigfoot! Yes! <laughs> A dozen or more times. It, it happened over and over and over. And that'll make them send the police car That's out right. to we check got, it out. We've got to go check that out. There's Bigfoot in somebody's yard. And so it got so bad that finally yeah. the police had to put on their Facebook page yeah. to quit reporting the statue of Bigfoot in a man's house. <laughs> it was a statue. It's not the real McCoy. You would think if you saw Bigfoot, Cliff, your first, the first thing you would do is, yeah. after the shock wore off, right. you might want to watch him just to see what he does. Is he going to come after you? Is he going to go the other way? Is he scared of you? Yes. Yes. What are his mannerisms? So after you watch a statue for a while... (laughs) You realize it's a statue. (laughs) No need to call. There's no need to call and report a statue. (laughs) No, they don't really care about that. Let's nip this in the bud before it gets any further off. Oh, you mean that other text message we got? Yes. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. We mentioned the Bigfoot in North Carolina, and people were panicking and calling the police. Because it was a statue of a Bigfoot. Yes. Not really a real Bigfoot. And uh, just before the 9 o'clock news, we received a text message wanting us to report a bunch of men dressed in Civil War attire standing around the courthouse here in Princeton. With with weapons. One, supposedly, <laughs> yeah. trying to light a cannon. Yeah. Cliff? Those those two are statues. Yes, let's not get the freak of the week locally here. <laughs> no, we don't want that. No, we do not want that, ever. That's the goal of the freak of the week, is to keep it out of the and, local yeah, area. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just throw it out there. It is what it You're is. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, Cliff, yes. this is hard to believe, but it What's happened that? over the weekend. What? what are you talking about? When we talk about the king of country, the first name that pops into your head would be? George Strait. That's exactly right. And when you talk about a songwriter who's been around for yeah. 61 years. Okay. Who would that pop into your head, Cliff? 60-some years? Um, gosh, 60-some years? Willie Nelson? 
Is it Willie exactly. Nelson? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Been... Most people don't think of Willie Nelson as being, other than for himself, a songwriter, but he's a prolific songwriter. Yes. He started writing, I think, in 1957. Wow. Yeah, 61 wow. years ago. Mm-hmm. You would think that in all of that time, Mm-hmm. that George Strait and Willie Nelson would actually sing together, perform together at some <laughs> point in time, and yet the first time it ever happened yeah. was Saturday in Nashville. Really? Yes. Well. The first time they'd ever been together. Okay. And they uh, sang a new song Yeah. that uh, I can't wait to hear this one. Uh, George okay. Strait and Willie, along with a couple other folks, wrote this song. Okay. They're gonna, it's going to come out as a duet mm-hmm. on uh, George's new uh CD coming out, Honky Tonk Time Machine. I'm looking forward to hearing that, Cliff. You would have thought, though, in 61 years of being in the business, and George Strait's been in it for a long, long yeah. time, too. I mean, he wasn't yeah. famous for years and years. They would have sometime crossed paths and said, you know what, let's just go out here and sing <laughs> Let's one. just do it. Let's right. just do it. You're absolutely right. But they haven't. I'm looking forward to that. Later this year. Okay. This is how much things have changed. In a relatively short period of time, if you want to think about it. Okay. The I Love Lucy show premiered yeah. in October of 1951. Right. And it was originally sponsored by Philip Morris. Okay. So the opening credits for the first season featured cartoon versions of Lucy and Ricky climbing down a giant pack of Philip Morris cigarettes. Now that clip lasted about yeah. 10 seconds. Yes. The entire intro to the show was two and a half minutes long Mm -hmm. with representatives from Philip Morris talking about (laughs) the pleasures of smoking (laughs) Philip Morris cigarettes. And, Cliff, since the entire show was sponsored by Philip Morris, Lucy, Desi, and their neighbors, you know, Fred and Ethel. Oh, Fred and Ethel, the Mertzes. Yeah. Yes. Every scene that they shot either had them lighting up before the scene started, <laughs> or during the scene, a pack of Philip Morris cigarettes, where they would show the pack yeah. to the to the TV Here's camera <laughs> to let you know what they were doing. Now, has times not changed yeah, tremendously because since then? If someone even thought about writing a script where on primetime TV someone would be smoking. They would be um, tarred and feathered, I guess. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but in 1951, yeah. Yeah. that's all they did the entire show Smoking. long. Smoking. Oh, <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. It's probably for the best. I'm not saying that. Well, yeah, I mean. But boy, as times <laughs> surely changed. Cliff, I saw a survey. Yeah. People are uh, whining and complaining about teenagers yeah. because, well, I can tell you right now that it is exactly 9.49. I read that off of the clock up there with the big hand and the little hand on it. Yes. And uh, people are complaining because 50% of teenagers don't know how to read an (laughs) old-style clock with a big hand and a little hand. About (laughs) 50-50. And people are saying how horrible that is. And I'm like, you know, it's not a big deal. Because very few clocks anymore... Di- are not digital. Are not, yes. Right. I mean, your phone. I mean, you can put it on there. Yeah. But I mean, most, most of them most, aren't. And, you know, we're coming to that point, I guess, where people even know how to read a wrist- wristwatch. Not that anybody wears one anymore because their phone is their watch. Yes. As is my case. And like these clocks here with the yeah. hands on them. Yeah. You're going to think back. 
when they first came out, yeah. were old folks sitting around going, well, the young people today, they don't know how to read a sundial from nothing. <laughs> Is that not right? Well, it would seem logical, they but would... I don't ever remember anyone complaining about that. Well, we weren't around whenever well, that I happened. Well, I mean, you know. I've heard people talk, you know, back in my day, we had to walk uphill both ways to school, oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. No one ever said, and we had to look at a sundial. If we want to know what time, no one ever said that. So no. I guess it really wasn't a big deal then. Back Jeez. in my day, we used to run a, read a sundial. <laughs> now none of these whippersnappers know what That's it right. is. They got a clock with hands that move all by itself. That's too easy to read time. <laughs> well, Cliff, anything oh, said yeah. today? Phrases of a day start with number three. The pleasures of smoking. <laughs> number two, drinking wine out of a Pringles can. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it checks all the boxes for weirdness. <laughs> we could have had a drinking thing in we there. We could have, yes. Or a gambling a thing gambling. in there. So we have smoking, drinking, and gambling. We'd have had that trifecta, the tri- wouldn't we? <laughs> If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.